0: reduces weight, which we all need, I know I do, while remaining supportive and breathable. Hard to find that combo. The two-way V4 gives you the tools that you need to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the two-way V4 at newbalance.com. On this episode of This League, we talk about my new self-defense toy. (laughs) It's a one-part flashlight, one-part stun gun. The all-star quote-unquote weekend in Atlanta, including the drama between Trowell Embiid and Mr. Balloon Hands, aka Ben Simmons, and I, of course, as per usual, take a victory lap regarding my very, very early scoop about Blake Griffin. They said we wouldn't do it. They said we couldn't do it. The haters are devastated. <laughs> They dared us. They said, I defy you to do an episode about just the All-Star Weekend and only the All-Star Weekend. You can't do it. There's not enough information. I challenge you. And they were wrong. That was the haters in my comments. (laughs) They were like, you're not watching Meghan Markle and Oprah? There are more important things going on than the all-star game. No, there's not when you have an NBA podcast. No, there's not. This was the deal. This is the first annual all-NBA, all-star episode of this league. And I feel like Rocky going up the steps, Marty. The Philly fans will love me as Rocky. You know, I'm up the steps. This is us, Marty. Let's go. Nah, nah, nah. Taking over Philadelphia, like cleaning it up. Let's go. <laughs> and like all good all star weekends, we had Adrian Borjanowski hit us with the fucking nuclear woge bomb dropping. <laughs> Can you tell I was delirious last night?
1: All A little right, bit, little wh- bit.
0: What, it, what was the
1: news? Uh, Blake Griffin to the Brooklyn Nets.
0: Say it again. Say it with some verve. Say it with some dramatic, slow and deep like I like it, Marty.
1: It was Blake Griffin to the Brooklyn Nets.
0: That's right. Scoop City, Trista Crick, NBA insider coming for the others. Coming for the Sham Sharanyas. Coming for the Wojnowskis. Yes, I am. My sources, they told me my sources were wrong, and now all of a sudden it's like, there were no other places to go but Brooklyn. (laughs) Lies. Lies. The haters just want to discredit me. My sources are solid as a rock. I don't have many. I don't have many sources. I'm not plugged in like they are, but when I have them, goddamn Tillman Fertitta, Harden was going to be a sixer. (laughs) Scoop City, population one, T. Crick. I tell you what, I was right. I love to be right. And yet, for some reason, it doesn't matter how right I am, everybody has to discredit it. So, anyway, here we go. We're going to talk about the All-Star game. Marty, did you enjoy All-Star weekend? I actually did. Quote, as, unquote, weekend.
1: As much as I thought, as much as I like, wasn't thinking about it all day, I actually really enjoyed watching it.
0: Yeah, I thought... Uh, it was better than I was expecting it to be. Why? Because it was all in one day.
1: Yeah, 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 I guess, yeah.
0: I don't think we should ever go back to the quote-unquote weekend. Players don't want it. I don't know that fans want it.
1: I'm actually okay with that, yeah, because I usually just watch uh, All-Star Saturday and then kind of like snooze through the game not really caring that much, but it actually was kind of fun.
0: Imagine like 2 p.m., Rising Stars, a little quick break, maybe some documentary action, some, some fluff piece. By the way... By the way, ESPN did a Rudy Gobert. Um, we'll call it like a, we'll call it like a PR stunt called "Inside the Big Man" or "Inside the Center," all about like how Rudy Gobert didn't mean to make fun of COVID.
1: Oh, it was like a sob story. On- it was <laughs> yeah. like
0: you know, everyone thought Rudy was just joking around and being Rudy. And it's like his brother's on it and some random Utah Jazz reporters on it. This is what they played before All-Star Weekend was like, let's find a way to make Rudy Gobert more likable. Uh, First thing I want to talk about, of course, is the news that came down pre-All-Star. Ben Simmons, Mr. Balloon Hands, and Joel Embiid, who turned his Twitter into Troll Embiid, which is amazing. (laughs) Could not make the All Star game, could not play in the All Star game because they had a close contact with a barber. Yep. Who tested positive for COVID, right? Everyone is saying, we don't want to play in this All Star game. This is dumb. We're in a pandemic. We're not trying to get COVID. And you got Mr. Balloon Hands out here being like, I'm about to be on national TV in front of 100 million people. Yo, Joel, what up? Yo, let's go get a lineup. (laughs) Let's get a lineup. And you know TK's coming through guillotining fools for that. (laughs) Come on. Everybody's like, oh, I mean, that's not such a bad – stick, stick, stick. That's me. Accountability partner time. You cannot – Go with Joel Embiid. If you're going to go get your haircut, first of all, let me say this. These guys make millions of dollars. They don't have a personal barber that can come over to them? I would. You don't have someone who tests negative regularly? Can't you get the little swab, 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 PCR, quick rapid test, then get lined up? No, you have to go to, like, a random corner barber? I don't know the details, but I know it's not on the up and up. So. So irresponsible. The Chiefs almost missed 20 guys out of the Super Bowl because of this exact same thing.
1: Oh, it's just, wait, same guy or just, same? just okay, the same okay. situation. Right, that would have been nuts. All right. That would
0: have been, yeah, yeah this is it. just like the COVID barber. <laughs> this is the COVID barber. Well, I mean, what are we doing, Ben Simmons? Like, you had to know this was a bad idea. You had to know. You guys couldn't have gone to separate barbers? Like, couldn't? <laughs> Damian Lillard said it best when he's like, I haven't had a haircut in a while. I haven't gotten a barber, gone to a barbershop in forever. And in fact, I'm going to leave home right after this All-Star game. I'm not sticking around. I don't want to mess around with getting COVID. I've got a couple of babies at home. And instead, what you have is Joel Embiid, who apparently also has a baby at home. I tweeted about this. Because remember, Joel Embiid, we talked about this last episode, he was like, feeling good, headed into All-Star break, and underneath the tweet was his video of him getting Donovan Mitchell ejected, Mm -hmm. getting him teed up, trolling him, Troll Embiid, right? Right. How you feeling now, Joel Embiid? (laughs) How are you feeling now? You and Ben Simmons missing the next three games because you guys are fucking idiots. And instead of what happened, right, instead of me being the voice of reason and accountability, telling the truth on Twitter and also poking a little fun, everybody's like, "These you're joking about a infectious disease? How dare you? This man has a baby at home. How dare? If you have a baby at home, I didn't tell you to go get a haircut, did I? Did I, I mean, <laughs> did I tell them to go and risk their their livelihoods, to risk their health, to risk, the health and safety of the entire league because all of the superstars are going to be in one place and they decided that that was when they needed to get a haircut? Did, did me, Trista Crick, tell them to do that, Marty?
1: You did not. You did not tell them that.
0: I did not. But what I did was, how you feeling now? Headed at an all-star break. (laughs) You're going to miss the next three games. You'll probably drop all three. Because your two stars had to get a fresh lineup. Wow. LeBron James said it best. He said, I'm not a COVID ghostbuster. I just am really careful. Yeah. Were these, I don't understand. I don't understand. And, of course, Another uh, little news story, the NBA had to send out roughly 200 cease and desist letters to promoters in Atlanta for using the NBA logo to promote in-person parties (laughs) (laughs) during All-Star Weekend.
1: That sounds so right.
0: You knew that was going to happen, but if you're going to do it, if you're going to be a club promoter in Atlanta promoting exactly what the NBA has told you not to do, maybe don't use their logo. Maybe just say...
1: But at the same time, if you don't, not really doing your job. You don't think so? (laughs) I mean, I I just know how these people operate. It doesn't surprise me, I guess, is my point.
0: All of this to say, Philly fans, don't come at me. Don't come at me for your two stars being idiots. Why is me, why is it my fault that your two marquee players can't get their shit together before an All-Star game? It's not. Here we are, though, an all-star game that nobody wanted, now probably going to cost teams games. I mean, the Sixers might even lose out on the number one spot in the East because of this little shenanigan. And you know what I would have to say is you hate to see that. You hate to see that. (laughs) It would be such a shame if the Brooklyn Nets had the number one seed and, and the Sixers had the number two seed because of a haircut. That would be a very expensive haircut.
1: If it was, like, two games or so difference.
0: (laughs) And they had to catch, like, someone like the Miami Heat coming back from a finals appearance. (laughs) Jimmy Butler finally healthy. It would be a shame if that's what got them bounced out of the first round. A haircut. And you know I will be coming all along the way laughing my ass off about that fade that cost you potentially a title. But that's okay. One costly haircut. By the way, that tweet that I put out over two hundred and fifty quote tweets, over two hundred and seventy-five comments, um, and fifty likes. <laughs> so, <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeesh!
0: <laughs> oh my god! How do you get? I call them. Oh, so I have a name for them. Okay. These new Ben Simmons fans, mm-hmm. the the crazy ones. I call them the Balloonatics. Okay. <laughs> The balloonatics. The balloonatics came from my head. So yeah, I uh I'm not making fun of people with COVID. I am making fun of the people who do not seem to understand how serious COVID is. And yeah, it's balloony tunes. It's just the whole thing <laughs> is just balloony tunes. Anyway, let's move on to the actual festivities, Marty. Uh what were your takeaways?
1: Uh, love the game. It was actually the first time I watched the actual game. I think in a while, and yeah, it was ac- it was actually really fun. I mean, Steph put on a show. Giannis, you know, didn't miss. Dane put on a show. Uh, skills t- competition was a snooze fest. None of them cared.
0: I mean, if you're gonna if I if I want to see Demona Sabonis walk the ball up, I mean, I, feel- I would watch the 2019 Nate McMillan coached <laughs> fucking Indiana Pacers.
1: I feel like there used to be more shit involved in that. Uh, yes, th- 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 this was like you dribble through like four things You're just going through a free throw few a cones? chest pass, make a layup and then make a three. I
0: thought there was like a bounce pass at There one definitely
1: point. used to be a bounce pass. I don't I know I mean, what this is getting
0: sad. This is what <laughs> kind of skills are these?
1: Yeah. I mean, I already thought it was kind of stupid and now it's just like full on stupid. And
0: at one point it used to have to be a dunk and now you can just hit a layup. Chris Paul missing the layup was really sad. Like that was yeah. like ooh, washed, you washed. Yeah. <laughs> and I liked him on a bonus here's a little side road. People were talking about Demontis, and I like him, but he cannot hold a candle to Arvidas Sabonis, his father.
1: In terms of
0: just how good Arvidas was, every aspect of Arvidas Sabonis is better than Demontis Sabonis.
1: I would have liked to seen a young so young Arvidas in the league.
0: By the time Portland brought Arvidas Sabonis to the team, so people forget like we drafted him mm-hmm. and we didn't get him for another decade.
1: Right. <laughs> yeah.
0: So he had been playing for 14 years in Lithuania behind the Iron Curtain Yeah. before he could even sniff an yeah. NBA game. His knees were like disintegrated by that time.
1: And his neck was just getting thicker and thicker.
0: Thicker. He was <laughs> drinking more and more. Sorry, Arvidas. He was really – I mean, he had big-time alcohol issues by that time. Okay. I don't know what was going on. We won't even – pain probably – probably like just replacing opioids instead. <laughs> yeah. He also had some anger issues. We won't get into that. I mean, I think with Dominicus's mom, not going to get into it. Not going to get into it. Okay. Athleticism was just out the window, but shoot still shooting 55% from the field. They uh they had I forget if it's Clyde Drexler. They asked they asked Clyde Drexler like how good would the Blazers have been if Uh, arvidas sabonis would have came in when he was drafted or early on and he said we would have taken like four or five titles from jordan Ooh. that's interesting he would have been the top three center top five center in history so we all are getting all excited about Demonis sabonis but oh my god arvidas even when arvidas was old we were really really good with him no answer they would have had no answer in Chicago.
1: Yeah, no, yeah, it would have taken up all of Rodman's energy, and yeah, that would have been that would have been crazy. I mean, it life. would have
0: been like Luke Longley versus Sabonis, yeah, and Sabonis which... was a truck. Yeah, oh, truck, seven three, two hundred and a million pounds, <laughs> <laughs> like not ready. He's not. It was like a little Lithuanian shack out there with moves like like. The the body of Shaq, a young Shaq with the moves of Mark Gasol.
1: Yeah, and a bigger head somehow.
0: And a bi- and a bigger neck and head. <laughs> and ego, probably. <laughs> three-point contest. How has Steph Curry only won twice out of seven appearances in the three-point contest?
1: See, this is why I didn't bet on him. Because it's usually a, a, a young man's game, these competitions. Because I, I, I like picking people that you think want to put on a show. That's why I threw Zach Levine in there. Yeah. Uh, that's really kind of it and he's in it a lot it's not like he doesn't participate so yeah there really is something to that yeah
0: seven times greatest shooter of all time i would have thought he would have won every single one i thought she said seven four seven and she said the second of seven and i was like pull up the google machine and i was like wow
1: well, if it was like a $5 million prize, I feel like he'd, he'd have won more than absolutely,
0: two. Absolutely. <laughs> also, Devin Booker won that, and I mm-hmm. think it shows that this is this is a set shooter's game, too. Like, Steph Curry's yeah. very, very good off the balance, and he said he gets nervous with the rack because he's like, the ball's right there.
1: Yeah, 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 I could see that.
0: I mean, Steph is a cyborg, though. It, no. It showed—it almost looked like uh, he missed some on purpose to create drama <laughs> in the final <laughs> round. yeah so that he would be down by one and could hit that three and win the whole thing on the last fucking ball.
1: I mean, when he gets, like, three in a row, like, going in a rhythm, you just it it just doesn't feel like he's ever going to miss. Effortless. Ever. ever.
0: That that first round, it was just like, oh, will he miss any? I don't know. Uh, Let's talk about the actual game itself. Oh, wait, dunk contest. Let's talk about the dunk contest. (laughs) Three people? Jokeville.
1: Yeah, I mean— that was lame, although I guess they needed three probably for time because it still went a little long. I still can't believe Simon's won on a failed attempt.
0: Can we – okay, is it a failed attempt? Why Why do you say it's failed? He made the dunk.
1: Yeah, but he, the whole gimmick behind what he was trying to do, he didn't pull off.
0: The ball went into the hoop, did it not?
1: I'm not saying it shouldn't have counted and shouldn't have been scored. So you're, what you're but saying is what have, you wanted was – It should was... not have been scored higher than the guy who did what he was trying to do.
0: So what, what I'm asking you is this. If – Simons completed the dunk and and basically destroyed his entire mouth. All of his teeth fell out <laughs> and and the ball did not go in the hoop, but he kissed the rim that's a that's not a failed attempt
1: no, I mean, you still need to make the dunk and like look if i i understand i understand if you go like teeth first into the rim, that's probably not going to end well for you then. Maybe come up with a different gimmick, one that you can OB do. Obi Toppin or at missed least get, get closer dunk. to.
0: Obi Toppin missed her, his first dunk in the second round. I know. So they both had failed attempts.
1: Yeah, but Obi, that didn't his failed attempt didn't count.
0: But it still goes against you when you miss the first one. Yeah, he's he basically wanted to show that he could if he wanted to go up and his he was eye level or lip level with the rim. He didn't even really get that close though. He was pretty close. <laughs> you can't be a hater about this. It
1: fell flat live. Admit that. I like when you saw. I, I mean, when we saw the replay, it was like, wow, that was that's insane how high that guy can jump. But live, it kind of fell a little flat.
0: A little bit. I think some dunks look better live than they look uh, when you do. Like for example, Cassius Stanley's dunk.
1: Oh, the first one
0: looked. Good live, and then you see it. Um, same thing, actually, with Anthony Simons, when Anthony Simons put on the Tracy McGrady jersey, right? Mm-hmm. So he does the famous, iconic Tracy McGrady dunk, and then they show the uh, the Dr- McGrady dunk next to the Simons dunk, and you're like, I don't. That was a little clunky for my taste. Looks better live. <laughs> Some dunks, like Zach Levine's dunks when he has gone in prior dunk contests, when you show that in slow-mo, you're like, how did he how did he do all of those yeah. things in 1 second? Yeah,
1: Stanley's first dunk getting scored at a 44. That was the most ridiculous thing of the whole contest. That was a hard dunk. He went between the leg that he like took off on. But like, yeah, but that's, yeah, but that's
0: a, like a very I, I don't I think you miss with creativity being lacking there. Like that's Definitely. a very common dunk. Like you can't do that and expect like I would I mean, prefer the Kobe Lebron replicated. Like try to do that dunk, if you're gonna do a dunk that's I quote unquote iconic.
1: Yeah, no, I I, I just think when you when, when you go through the leg that you like elevated off of, that's that that's Yeah, impressive. I
0: mean that's sick, but whatever, whatever. <laughs> Actual game highlights. So let's just recap and say Lebron's team won. This is the fourth straight year Lebron's team has won, which means. Dude is gonna be a sick talent of value and like GM when he get <laughs> leaves the league. Like that man can pull together a squad.
1: Yeah, I'm not really I'm, I'm I'm not really quick to give him those ones where he was drafting against Giannis because Giannis had to take Chris Middleton as early That's as he possibly true. had to. That's
0: true. Same thing, obviously, but yeah. with Durant. But Durant had Harden and Kyrie, Kyrie to choose. Like yeah. so they, they're fine. A little different. They're okay. But I like LeBron's uh, his technique. He just wants bucket getters. I just want mm-hmm. guys that can shoot from everywhere. Yeah. Uh, Giannis winning the MVP. Let's talk about it. Yeah. I think that was robbery. I, I, this is not an efficiency contest. 16 for 16. I don't care.
1: I mean, it should have been Steph. I mean, Steph owned the game. Absolutely.
0: I think for the, I think for the MVP of the All-Star game, it has to be people who show out. Mm Mm-hmm that control the storyline of the game. That they're doing incredible things where you're tweeting about it. You're talking to your friends about it. Like there was nothing that Giannis did that was remarkable except for Wow, his three point shot is so off <laughs> that it went in. Yeah, <laughs> it was so far away from the rim that he has to go Bank City.
1: It had like a bad spin too. It was like spinning like toward the basket. <laughs>
0: he just was on one that night. Like it's when the the basketball gods are in your favor and you just can't miss. That was Giannis, mm-hmm. but Steph was. Steph was, like, stealing the ball. He was doing the threes and then turning 360 degrees, looking over, doing the shimmy, hitting from half court. It should have been Steph's. Yes. Especially, I think, also, if you win another contest, three-point, dunk, and you're in the All-Star game, I think you got a little extra verve. Like, if you win the three-point contest and then you show out in the actual game, I think it's like my brain says, Steph, Steph. Steph Should play dominant, a little bit. dominant. Yeah, I mean, I just thought it was jokeville. I thought Dame taking the last shot and hitting the game winner from half court. That's that's Dame time.
1: That was awesome. And did you see Steph started waving like before he even shot it? Oh no, oh, I yeah. didn't oh, yeah. see oh, that. Yeah. He's uh-huh. like bye bye. Yeah.
0: The best part to me was LeBron tweeting after the game, and he was like. I kept telling Steph and Dame to go back further and further and yeah. further. <laughs> he was just egging them on, like he chose them just so he could be like, "Can you shoot it from half court and make it? How about behind the half court, and make it?" Like these dudes. I are... mean, how
1: easy they make that is just nuts, like.
0: Especially given that they're two small guys, mm-hmm. they don't have a ton of power. Also, Dame hitting from half court got our man PG thirteen to apologize. He said in hindsight. Damian Lillard shot in my eyeball to win that series. I said it was a bad shot. I think it wasn't a bad shot anymore. (laughs) I won't say that anymore. (laughs) (laughs)
1: It's
0: amazing. Yeah, dude. He hits those regularly. He practices those, Paul George. Like, that was not just a fluke where he's like dribbling methodically for six, seven seconds so he can. Do a quick jab step in your eyeball. That wasn't a bad shot. That was actually planned out. So I'm glad that he. I give Paul George a little respect for repenting.
1: Yeah, I do too. Yeah.
0: What else? What else? Dame hits thirty, has 32 off the bench. Yeah. Could have said he might have been an MVP as well, hits the game winner.
1: He came on second half, which, I mean, you you start forming opinions after the first half, and it, it never felt like Dame was actually going to get it, you know?
0: Here's how – yeah, exactly. Yeah. But I thought that with Giannis. Like, it didn't feel like Giannis was really doing anything, and then they handed him the trophy.
1: You just look at numbers. I kind of said when it, when it was – I was like, I guess this is kind of a toss-up between Steph and Giannis, but I lean Steph, clearly. Like,
0: and you were like, it's like when the boxer, when you watch a boxing match, and one boxer is, is like, yeah, he's competing, but they're like little tiny jabs, and like he's getting a lot of jabs, but then the other boxer is hitting some real heavy like yeah. hooks and undercuts and blah blah blah, and almost making him fall, and then they give it to the little guy, like the little jab guy, and you're like. Really? Yeah, I get that. Really? We're going off of points here. <laughs> like, this is a, I think when you give the MVP to someone who is efficient, it, it de incentivizes or disincentivizes players to do the things that you want to see in an All Star game, which is show out. Because mm-hmm. you're not going to go 16 for 16 if you're shooting from half court. I'm sorry. You just won't. Definitely. I'm sorry. Yeah.
1: Oh, and side note, I didn't see any tweets like, oh, they don't play defense in the All Star game. This sucks. That's the dumbest take. Ever.
0: I love the Elam ending. It's my favorite thing. Oh, me
1: too. Me too. Yeah.
0: I just want one tweak. I want the first three quarters to be like what they are. Mm -hmm. Exactly the same. Start fresh, right? But I want the fourth quarter to start fresh too. Like I want the the fourth quarter first to 35. I don't want – it's like – Add 26 to the highest score, and then that's the score they have to have to win. Like, I guess that maybe defeats the quote unquote Elam ending element of it, but I just think it puts you at a severe advantage to compete. Like, at that point, Kevin Durant's team is not going to win. And so they're really not going to defend nearly as much. Like, Mm -hmm. they're not going to really do anything nearly as much. The game's over at that point. Um, Gambler's dream, though, for the over, you know it's going to hit. By the third quarter, because he has to, <laughs> right? Right. Uh, Jokic was funny. Nikola Jokic said uh, on Giannis getting, handing him the MVP trophy, they snubbed me for the second year in a row. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what's happening. We won the game because of me. <laughs> Nikola Jokic, by the way, six points in that game. Oh, that's what I was going to say is, you know how you know that Damian Lillard should have been a starter? He was playing in the fourth, like the final yeah, minutes of uh-huh. the fourth. Yeah, you know who wasn't playing in the final moments of the fourth? Luka, Luka Doncic. <laughs> that was a that was just a robbery. And I didn't
1: even notice him in the game, really, Luka.
0: I took so here's a little tidbit of info about me being a bad All Star Game gambler. I took Beale and Luka MVP <laughs> odds plus thirty three hundred.
1: I had Beal and Zion.
0: Beal led Ke- Kevin Durant's team in points. Team Durant in points. And it just was never going to be enough. It just He just didn't look good.
1: I just liked the value to it, and I was like, he's someone that can come out and hit a bunch of threes and win the game, and then you look at it, and he has 45 points, and it's like, oh, I guess we'll give it to Beal. That was my rationale. That's how
0: I felt about yeah. it, too. It was like... Maybe he'll just go out and score 40 because he's a wizard and he has fresh legs and right, he has something Right, to prove.
1: people that want to put on a show. This is his Super Bowl. Yeah, that was my rationale. That's
0: what my rationale was too. Yeah. And also, a lot of Lucas Lander. Luca hasn't been playing well, blah, blah, blah. Maybe he'll go out and show out and do some step backs. I was just hoping for moments. Mm-hmm. You're kind of banking on moments. Steph would have been a great bet. In hindsight I should have bet Steph. Yeah. Well, I mean not in hindsight cuz I wouldn't have won, but it was a better <laughs> bet. It was a yeah. better bet. I mean, I don't
1: know what the value it was probably like 5 or 6 to 1, so that
0: I think know. it was plus 600 for yeah. Steph. Yeah. And I think it was I think it was plus 600 for Dame too. I don't know what it was for Giannis. Do you remember? Mm-mm. I'm a youngster. What a great song for this. New York City, Marty. I don't know if I told you. Did I tell you about the time that I wa- was walking my dog to get coffee on a Sunday morning? Someone came up to me. I'm walking Emma, little Emma. Uh It's like 10 a.m. on a Sunday. And I got my coffee in hand. I got my earphones in. This is not long ago. This is maybe two months ago.
1: Oh, shit. Okay.
0: someone comes out of the woodworks. Listen here, bitch. I will beat the shit out of you. I could knock you the fuck out right now. Blah, 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 blah. You and your little black dog. I'll knock you the fuck out. No. And I just stood there like I had no recourse. What do you do at that point, (laughs) right? Yeah. New York City's scary. It's scary at night, it's scary during the day, you just never know when some random guy is going to tell you that they could knock you out if they wanted to. So after that happened, I immediately looked into a bunch of options. I was like, what am I going to do? Am I going to get a knife? No, probably not. Like, you got to get real close to someone who's accosting you if you have a knife. Am I going to get pepper spray? I don't know if you know this about me, Marty, but I am clumsy. (laughs)
1: Okay. <laughs> I would
0: probably end up spraying the shit out of myself or like getting a little bit of the remnants on my fingers and then grabbing my eye and then on my eye is watering during the podcast and blah, blah, blah. Am I going to get a gun? I mean, no no way would I ever be. What am I, I'm not going to carry a gun. I don't want that, especially in New York City. Somebody could pull it, like, take it from me and just dead, dead on the street on 25th just because of my Cortado. I really just want the Cortado on a Sunday morning. So what I ended up doing is I found this thing. I stumbled on it. It's the best of both worlds. One part flashlight, one part stun gun. It's called the Taser Strike Light. It's rechargeable. It's high-powered. It's a flashlight that not only can thwart random attackers near Penn Station. And then I also have this flashlight uh, when I'm at night walking my dog. So it's great. It's like very small. I can put a little strap around my wrist and go. It's super affordable. Uh, The Taser Strike Light is available without a permit in most U.S. states. If you want to walk your dog with peace of mind, get the Taser Strike Light at taser.com with promo league. You can also save 15% now at taser.com promo code league spelled T-A-S-E-R.com. Sort of old news, but it's relevant to the last episode. Remember last week, we talked about how everybody hates Utah. Everyone. Uh-huh. Fans don't like Utah, and the NBA doesn't want to see the Jazz win. Even Rudy Gobert talked about it. Like, no one likes us. They're trying to steal games from us. <laughs> 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 We're a small market, yada, yada, yada. Spider knows it. They even got fined for saying it. Now it appears that LeBron James has put an exclamation point on that fact that, yes, Rudy Gobert, you are right. No one likes you, and no one likes the Utah Jazz. That's just true. Let's just hear what LeBron James had to say when he was voting with Kevin Durant, and he kept the Utah Jazz, they kept them last. They were voting on all-star picks. Two last ones taken, even though they're the first in the West.
2: Rudy Gobert goes to Team LeBron. what we get, I just... <laughs> I just want to say something because there's no slander. There's no slander to the Utah Jazz, but you guys got to understand. You guys got to understand, just like in video games growing up, we never played with Utah. Even as great as Carl Malone and John Stockton were, we would have never picked those guys in video games. Never.
0: Uh, let's translate this. Anytime someone says something like, no disrespect, or you know, this isn't slander. Slander's coming. Uh-huh. That's every time, every time <laughs> LeBron James, they take Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert absolutely last. And he's like, This is no slander. No, it is. It is. No one growing up ever liked Utah. Nope. Never. Nope. Slander is literally the next thing coming out of your mouth and just so happened to be Utah Slander. The funniest thing, though, was KD. You can see him in the video. KD is rolling laughing because KD wants to say the exact same thing, but LeBron's the only one that can say it in a way that seems like sort of playful and funny. He could get away with it. could get away with it. Like if KD said that, it would be like, can you believe KD? What a dickhead. This is my favorite
1: thing LeBron's ever done, by the way. (laughs) Is it? I think.
0: (laughs) LeBron James will say some very funny things here and there. If you, like, really watch for him, he can be hilarious. I met him, so I I had a couple of videos that I did that were not super kind to LeBron James, right? Like, I think I did one like Kobe was better than LeBron and, like, you know, ones that were, like, opinions. Sure. So I met LeBron. A friend of mine introduced us. Uh, cause he's friendly with LeBron. This was at the NBA summer league mm-hmm. and LeBron like, Hey, I'm like, Hey, I'm Trista. I, I work for USA today, blah, blah, blah. Uh, he shakes my hand and he's like, I know who you are.
1: <laughs>
0: and then he sits there and he, and he like, and on my hands out and he hasn't like dap me up yet.
1: Oh, And oh. there's like a,
0: there's like a freeze. Like the, the f- blood is draining from my face. Right. And I'm thinking, like, what have I said? What have I said? He's, he's seen everything. He knows everything. He's, I know exactly who you are. And then he just starts to laugh, and he, like, finally daps me up. <laughs> and I'm like, what a clown, dude. He's a very funny dude.
1: I like that move.
0: It was just like yeah. a maybe you should think before you say it's anything like, it's about It's like we're me. cool,
1: but I'm going to make you feel a little uncomfortable. Exactly. First. You've yeah. said
0: things that I don't like. Yeah. Has anyone ever chosen the Utah Jazz when they have played 2K? I mean, I don't think so, right, when they're 12 years old. No, I love I love this LeBron James slander. It confirmed exactly what Nate Robinson told me when I interviewed him this summer. Play the clip. Worst arena to be a road team in Utah. I knew it's it. Trash, trash, <laughs> it's so trash. It's trash place in Utah. <laughs> it's not just because their arena is small in there; like you can't
2: move in there. Like it's really, really small.
0: Trash, trash, Utah. Anytime anybody slanders Utah. Nate Robinson's voice is in my head. Trash, trash, Utah. Ah." (laughs) He hates the people that are in that arena, hates the arena itself. And the fact that both Utah Jazz jazz players were the last players picked didn't surprise me. But the funniest thing is like, you choose a guy, Domontis Sabonis. It was like, LeBron James is like, yeah, I need a big man. I need a big man. It's like Rudy Gobert sitting there. DeMontis Sabonis from the Indiana Pacers. The Pacers are a better team than the fucking Utah Jazz. That's where we're at. Let's do something, though, different. I want to do something different. Let's draft our own all-star teams. Okay.
1: All right. Do you want to do that? I'm I gonna, do.
0: I'm going to be LeBron. I think this is fun. Okay. I'll be LeBron, and I'm going to get the first pick, and you'll be KD, and you get two picks at the end because you're not playing because you're playing. broken. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Let's see if the Utah disrespect continues, especially since Conley replaced your boy, Book. All right. Oh, we're
1: doing – okay. Okay, we're taking Book out.
0: We're going to – I guess we'll take it knowing what we know, right? Knowing what we know, and we don't know – what we don't know is the close contact with the haircut. Okay. We have to do it assuming they're going to play, right?
1: Yeah, that's that's fair.
0: With the first round, Team LeBron chooses – Joel Embiid.
1: Oof. I'm going to go Curry. I got Steph.
0: Damn. Ah, what a great pick. Shit. You took my guy.
1: (laughs) I mean, after last night.
0: Yeah. See, the thing is, we should have done this before. (laughs) I'm going to choose Kyrie Irving.
1: Okay. Uh, I'm going to take the MVP and go Giannis.
0: Nice. I like that. All right. And then I'm going to take... Jason Tatum. Give me Luca. All right. And I'm going to take, shoot, I'm going to take Beal. And so you get Jokic Jokic and Kawhi. So the team is as follows. For the first round, the starters, I have Embiid, Kyrie.
1: I am loving my squad.
0: I mean, it's okay. (laughs) I have Embiid, Kyrie, Jason Tatum, Beal, and me, LeBron James.
1: Uh-huh.
0: First, first time I could say that with a straight face. <laughs> and you have Giannis.
1: I have Giannis, Steph, Luca, Jokic. Jokic, and Kawhi. That's
0: a squad. That's a squad. All right, we got second round. Second round. You go first. I lead
1: off. Okay. Uh, Don't do it
0: to him. Don't do it to her. Don't do it to her. Right.
1: I'll let you have it. I'll go, James.
0: Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> with the second, uh, first pick of the second round, I take Damian Lillard.
1: Okay. And now we're thinking just all-star game here. I'll go I'll go PG. He's won an MVP before.
0: Won a PG. You got PG. I'm going to choose Zach Levine.
1: Ooh. Okay, I like that. I think I'm going to go Zion here. I think I got a lot of people that can throw him lobs.
0: I like that. Yeah. I like that. I'm going to choose. This is where it gets hard. I'm going to choose Chris Paul.
1: Ooh, damn. I'm so big now. Yeah, you are. Let's keep it let's keep it going. Give me Simmons.
0: Wow. All right. Just a bunch of guys who can't score except for Curry.
1: I mean James Harden. And James Harden. <laughs> Curry
0: and Harden are gonna be the only ones. All right, we got I'm gonna go uh, Jalen Brown. I mean, uh, this just shows kind of what we're into. Yeah,
1: okay, so who's on the board? I've got Sabonis, Vooch,
0: Rudy, Rudy Spider, Julius Randall.
1: I can't believe I'm the one that's about to do this, but I guess <laughs> you got to give me Donovan Mitchell here.
0: Woo-wee! Only
1: because I need guards.
0: You do need guards. I am going to choose Vucevic.
1: Vuce? Okay, so now I'm Sabonis, Randall, or Conley.
0: Yeah. You have Rudy, Sabonis, and Randall left. And Booker Conley.
1: Uh, Sabonis.
0: He takes Sabonis. All right. I am going to take Mike Conley, the lefty.
1: So now it's Randall or Rudy?
0: Now it's Randall or Rudy.
1: Okay, give me Randall.
0: And now I have this fucking dude. I have to have Rudy (laughs) go. So basically it happens again, right? We've got, for me, I've got Embiid, Kyrie, Jason Tatum, Bradley Beal, LeBron James, Damian Lillard, Zach Levine, Chris Paul, Jalen Brown, Vucevic, Mike Conley, and Rudy Gobert. What a squad. Bunch <laughs> of bucket getters. And you have Giannis, Jokic, Steph, Kawhi, Curry, Harden, PG, Zion, Simmons, Spider, Sabonis, and Randall. Yeah. I mean, you have to say, my squad's much better.
1: I disagree, actually.
0: I just don't think you're going to be able to keep up with all this shooting.
1: I mean, I've got Harden, Luka, Steph.
0: Luka is a is broke city right now. He's going to score like four points. You're going to have to just rely on Steph to do everything. It's going to be Steph. And Giannis. Steph and, yeah, I mean, Giannis will go 16 for 16. We know that. Giannis is going to get high off the backboard. But I'm going to have Embiid give Giannis fits. (laughs) I'm going to have Embiid. I mean, that's
1: how you would play it, yeah.
0: uh, Giannis, give him Giannis fits. But also we see it. We see that it's true. No one, not me and you, not the world, not LeBron James, Nobody wants Rudy Gobert on their team. I
1: mean, I defend Rudy Gobert being the last pick. I mean, he's by far the least fit to play in an All-Star game.
0: I think this. I think what we need to do is evaluate whether centers have any value in the All-Star game. No one wants big men who especially are rim protectors can't score and do anything besides grab lobs, and he's not a big dunker like Zion. Zion at least could go up and do some things. By the way. Zion, a couple of big-time flub dunks.
1: Early, too. It play. was.
0: Just it killed, killed your MVP. Killed the MVP. Kill, killed killed it the MVP. Right, right out of the game. Everybody yeah. was thinking he might win the MVP. So yeah. he had a tough go in the first round in the first time in his All-Star appearance, which I think he will end up being able to redeem himself in future years. But it was a rough, rough go. It's a tough one. So, yeah, I think no more centers in the All-Star game. I think it's positionless. I think it's just we go out. And We just choose all stars based around how fucking good they are in an all star game, not how good they are in like as an all NBA player. Yeah, you know what I'm saying?
1: I, I I do, and like I mean I. So who would that eliminate from here? That eliminate Rudy Gobert, Rudy Vucevic, probably Vooch.
0: it Sabonis, Sabonis Randall, maybe Randall. And what Randall's
1: would, doing so much of the stuff though. I think Randall would was, still probably he, he be would in still it. get in. He
0: would still be in it, but it would be Sabonis, Vooch. Like, for example, A.D. would still make an All-Star game. Like, is good enough even without. Oh, If yeah. you're basically saying you have, um, what are they called, wild cards. So, like, it could be anything. You could basically choose all wild cards for your All-Star. Then you know who the real ballers are, the real bucket getters <laughs> are. And Vucevic is not one of them.
1: No no, 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 no
0: chance, no Sabonis. As no much as glitch. I like
1: watching him, it's uh, yeah, he's just he's not an all-star needle mover.
0: So, Spider did address LeBron's comments during All-Star Weekend, and he said, "I really don't want to be rude, but I don't care. People have been shit-talking me for a while. We're not doing this, meaning playing basketball, to seek the approval of him, meaning LeBron James."
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Spider's odds for the MVP were three thousand three hundred. 8000 for Gobert. Conley, this is where the disrespect was the biggest. Conley didn't even have odds. There was no odds. Vegas was like, there is no scenario possible where this guy who snuck in last second for Devin Booker will ever win the MVP. So we're not even going to create these odds for him. So thank you, LeBron James, for saying what we all know, um, saying the truth, speaking truth to power, like his name was Meghan Markle. Uh, That The truth is, for a variety of reasons, that no one is rooting for Utah. Not hardcore fans, not NBA players, not hardcore NBA fans, and actually just most people root against them just to root against them. So, like uh, James Harden said, this All-Star game is kind of just a forced and thrown thing upon us. And we sort of forced and threw our podcast upon you as well in the middle (laughs) of your All-Star break. (laughs) So I hope you enjoy it. That's all the time that we have for the This League All-Star Podcast. Please subscribe. Please rate and review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. I'm getting DMs, people being like, hey, multiple times a week, I subscribe and unsubscribe for you. So be one of those people that can DM me or Marty. Give us a little shout-out. Give us a little love. It makes a huge difference. We also have This League hoodies on sale in the Barstool store. Please also follow This League on Twitter, Instagram. Facebook, TikTok, Uh, follow me, Trista underscore Crick, and Trista Crick on all those same platforms. Follow Playboy Marty, like a little Magnolia (laughs) song, in the, the, what is it, in New York we Millie rock. In New
1: York we Millie rock.
0: Yeah, so follow him. Thank you for listening.
2: Okay, picture this, it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or...